Hello colleagues, Vismay here and today I'd like to shed a light on how we reactivate our inactive client list. We do it in a very low-key, systematic way that's non-pushy, certainly not a hassle for clients and them having the feeling that they want to block your number because you're calling too much. I think with reactivations, one fundamental question you need to ask yourself is how do I want to consistently show up in sales? in my small community or in my large city? How is it that me, the person, my vibe, my approach to life in general, how is it that I want to show up in sales? And I think reactivations, the way you reactivate your client list um, really should stem from the answer to that question. In saying that, the hallmark of a high retention chiropractic office is actually no wastage. There is so much attention given <clears throat> to excuse me given to seeking out new clients that actually a lot of missed opportunities with current your current client base that has already bought from you and used you and like you um, you've just missed that because you haven't pursued and followed through on that list. It's interesting, you know, a lot of people that we act, re reactivate. I wouldn't have even thought they would have reactivated, you know. So it's not up to me to decide that, but it's just up to me to have what I call a sweeping automated system to help jolt people at a low-key frequency that we still exist. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but life's pretty busy. So if, you know, life gets in the way, people want to get home to their families at the end of the day. So somehow chiropractic, unless it's a real emergency, often gets put on the back burner. So people just stop coming, they drop out of care. And the way we reactivate them, I'm often surprised at which people come back in. But let me explain to you how we do it, right? The first thing is, with new people that drop out of care, there's often so much left unfinished in your relationship with them, from their side, as well as from your side. And often us chiropractors, we might beat ourselves up. We might say, gosh, I was getting along so well with Bill. He was getting great results and he's no longer coming. I wonder what happened to Bill. So this is a thing that often happens in a chiropractic office, you know. If you've done a good job with Bill, he's actually, and this is the research shows that people who have been satisfied with your chiropractic work before, the way you run your office, the cleanliness of your office, the senses that get stimulated when people come into you, so let's assume you do that well, they're actually 12 to 16 times more likely to buy from you again than a person coming in from your coal market. So there's a few tactics you can use. Probably one of the worst, and that's actually one of the most common ones happening in chiropractic offices is that, and this is due a little bit in part to the software that we use at the front desk, we get these inactive client lists or people that have missed their schedule or people that are, have turn, haven't turned up to an appointment and didn't cancel. And typically what people do is 15 minutes after they miss their appointment, the CA is on the phone. And at, uh, at the end of the week, you've got this whole list. Yes, I've texted them twice. I haven't heard a response. Come Monday, and often chiropractors will instruct their CAs to go and phone the inactive client list from people who have missed. It's a horrible way for a CA to start the week. It sounds all good in theory, call them and get them back in, 
the reality is the CA has already texted them a couple of times. The CA has a murky sort of queasy feeling in her stomach about phoning them again. And it's just a really bad, uninspiring way to get the week off to a start. So our approach is somewhat different. Like I said, I like to show up in chiropractic sales in a very low key, non-pushy way. We love chiropractic, but not everybody loves chiropractic. So we certainly don't need to force ourselves down the throat. So we've got a sweeping system. It's super systematic and it's extremely rhythmic. And the frequency of this approach really matters. So if you do this too frequently, it annoys people and they unsubscribe or don't answer your calls. If you do this too infrequently, like I said, you're wasting so many opportunities of people that want to continue their chiropractic care, but life's just got busy and they haven't had a trigger from you to continue. So the very first thing I suggest you make is a newsletter. And we do that on a quarterly frequency. We have it as a print edition in the office. It's a beautiful newsletter, but it's beyond the scope of this call today. But how do we use it for reactivations? We have it in the office and give it to our active clients. But here's what we do with the inactive list is that we simply mail it to them. We write a small text, hi, we really respect your privacy, we'll never spam you. Here's our next quarterly newsletter. If you'd no longer wish to receive these, simply um, answer no thank you to this email and we'll remove you from the list. And then there's a PDF there of the digital version of our newsletter. I don't do a, a MailChimp list and I don't have lots of links for people to click on. People just don't do that. This, the, the main purpose for this quarterly email to our inactive client list is to just go past their inbox box and just jolt them and just remind them that we exist. That's all the purpose is. And um, we attach our phone number and a QR code for my app where people can make appointments. And that's, that's the trigger that we use. We, every quarter we get reactivations from that strategy. Um, what I found really interesting, and um, as far as frequency goes, you know, why don't we do a weekly newsletter then? Wouldn't we reactivate more people? Well, the major five-star hotels of the world do newsletters, but they also do them on a quarterly frequency. So I really like that because my whole idea of the sweet spot is I love you, you love them, and they can afford the care. So there, there must be some sort of... Um, marketing, sales, science, research behind this quarterly frequency because quite a few of those hotels do it and they must do it for a reason which is beyond what I know. I just did it intuitively because once a quarter, I feel like I can create that content. Once a month, it's just a little bit too much content for me and the quality of the newsletter will drop off. So that's the first thing. It just goes out. We get very, very few unsubscribers with a quarterly frequency. If you get that frequency to a week, I'm sure you'll get a lot of unsubscribers. And sure, I hear people saying, I email my client list every day and the ones that unsubscribe, who cares? And the ones that do stay on, they're the ones I want. Yeah, I just don't want to write an email every, every, um, every day, every week, every month. But a quarterly frequency, yeah, I can prepare something really nice that's of value for the client. So that newsletter... If they do click on it and open it, it's not full of discount coupons and offers. It's actually a value add. So I see a part of the 
email sequence for our inactive clients is, is actually just adding value to them. They might read an article on sleep and in that newsletter there might be things on music to help you sleep or posture to help you sleep or um, drinks to help you sleep, tips with your pre-bed routine or or things like that. But anyway, just adding value to the client rather than only reaching out to my mailing list when I've got some sort of discount or open day or something like that. The next, so that's the quarterly frequency. The next thing we do, and this is, this is a really big one for us, twice a year we do a, a so it's a biannual juice cleanse. You'll notice with a lot of these vortex elements, they've got the time associated with the name. So we've got monthly newsletter, book of the month, quarterly, sorry, quarterly newsletter, book of the month, biannual juice cleanse. So our biannual juice cleanse, it's a big ask. It's actually one of the biggest things that I ask of my client with their, their side of the relationship with me because we ask them not to eat for two day, or three days. And if a person hasn't eaten for three days, they're really putting their hand up to say, hey, I'm listening to you, doc. I'm going to do what you say. But still, these people also drop out of care. But one thing we do at the end of each juice cleanse, oh, okay, Bill, you've just done your juice cleanse. Would you like to do another one? Yeah, yeah. Most, I'd say 99% of people that do their juice cleanse say to me, yes, I would like to do another one. And I simply say, okay, well, six weeks out from our next juice cleanse, we'll send you an email that it's coming on. This is even when they're actively in care. But what happens? Sometimes Bill drops out of care. The thing is with Bill, he's done my juice cleanse. It's my biggest ask from my vortex elements. So he's really stepped up. So he's a very valuable client. Life's got in the way if he's just dropped out of care. He hasn't dropped out of care because it's not working or he's not happy or he can't afford it or he doesn't have time. No, it's just life's got in the way. So six weeks before the juice cleanse, hi, Bill, just thought we'd um, email you the next juice cleanse coming up. Here's the brochure attached if you'd like to work along with it and hope to see you soon. And then we leave our QR code for the app, our phone number, And that's our second sweeping systematic way of reactivating people. They've already said, yes, they want to do it again. We'll send you an email. Yes, and we do. We follow that up. So we've got the four quarterly newsletters for the inactive people and the two biannual uh, juice cleansers. So that's six emails they're getting from me per year. And that's a very nice frequency. Um... The other thing that we do more internally with reactivations, and this is where things get a little bit personal. Let's say we've sent Bill, he's done the juice cleanse. We've sent him the juice cleanse. He's had our newsletters. He's still on our mailing list. But for whatever reason, he hasn't uh, came into care. If Bill is on what I call our chiropractic hall of fame and loyalty, that's our favorite group of clients. They get on this... um, wall in the back of our office in our staff kitchen we've literally cut out a profile picture of them because i like to measure all of my statistics for my office very humanistically i like to start with a face and then work back to the more objective kpis of a of a practice so if bill's you know on that list and he hasn't been in for a while i don't simply remove him from that list he's a valuable client i love him he loved me and he can afford the care so i just simply write him a text Oh, hi, Bill. I haven't, I'm just checking in. I haven't seen you for a little while. Um, um, you know, just, so just checking in to see how you are. Kind regards, Vismay. 
It's a really low key message. So it takes it personal. I don't do this very often. And the litmus test for this is not a systematic thing that you have for your office. The litmus test for this is that you inside yourself, you really want to know what's going on with Bill. Your intention for this has to be like, gosh, I wonder how Bill is, you know, what what happened there? Uh, I really want to reach out to him. I only ever do that with people that are on this chiropractic hall of fame and loyalty. So that's our third thing. So just recapping, we've got the quarterly newsletters, the biannual juice cleanse, and the quarterly hall of fame that we go through every quarter to build our favorite clients that um, will essentially remain in care, refer their friends, and we want them to refer their friends because these are the people whose friends we actually want because we really love these people. They're the three ways that we do it. And for me, just showing up in chiropractic sales, that's a way more congruent um, approach with my own personality than it is to have my front desk operating server tell me that person missed their appointment, the CA texts 15 minutes after, two days after, then next Monday call them. This is just a way more um, easier approach where I'm really comfortable with. But it's systematic, so it's never forgotten. And I also really like that too because it takes out a lot of the randomness of where are the clients going. So reactivations are a really important part and a hallmark of a high retention office. No wastage. We can't waste these good people for two reasons. One, we just want them under chiropractic care. Their life is better with chiropractic care. And two, they're people you love anyway. So why would you want to work with anyone else than the people that you really, really like and they really like you? It just makes for a lot more grace and ease and sustainability with your career as a chiropractor. Okay, guys, I'll see you in the next episode. I hope this has been beneficial. We talk soon.